This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Graceffo and McKeon producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. John Fass with another update here in about 27 minutes. Zach Gelb is less than an hour away. I'm sure he'll be talking about another Sunday in the NFL. One of our questions of the night that you can answer with your huge opinion, did the Patriots make the right call with all the reports saying that Antonio Brown will play against the Dolphins on Sunday? You tell me. And then California passed a bill unanimously about athletes being able to profit off of their likeness. It hasn't been signed into law yet. NCAA is threatening to not allow any school that has athletes profit into any of the NCAA championships. So you could have the California Collegiate Championships on the Pac-12 network. And this argument of, well, the athletes, what if they get hurt? Well, you still have your scholarship. You still can go to school. You you can get a degree that will help you make a living for the rest of your life. This comparison of, and I get that Alabama looks like an NFL football factory, but trying to compare the NCAA and D1 Power 5 schools to professional sports, no, you can't. The value of the scholarship. You know, someone tried to tweet me and say, well, you're saying because they get meals now? No. The value of the scholarship that you don't have to pay for. That value. There you go. Somebody or anybody listening, your kid gets a $200,000 scholarship? What'd you just save? What did he or she just save and being buried in student loans. No, no one wants to talk about that. Oh, they finally opened up the cafeterias 24 hours. Oh, they were, yeah, where they, you know, and they used to try and run off players. Now you offer a scholarship, you can, you know, they can't run you off. I I, I like what the NCAA has done. I, I don't like a lot that they do, but they've built, college sports into a mega money machine. Not for their own profit. And yeah, they all live a good life. And NCAA, you know, chairman and the corporate offices. But, you know, look at the ability to fund non-revenue sports and keep these alive per Title IX guidelines at all these schools. It couldn't be done if he didn't have that money coming in. And is it an endless supply of money? I don't think so. World's changing. I don't think these TV contracts are going to be as big as they used to. I think it's going to be all this a la carte, Netflix, uh, Hulu Plus. Uh, 
you're going to watch your games here and there, and it's not going to be cable and over-the-air network TV. It's changing. But right now it's a pretty good system. So you tell me, should those athletes be able to profit off their own likeness, sign autographs for money? Because you're going to get anarchy on cheating. So you're you're recruiting a hot shot quarterback out of, let's say, Concord, California. Isn't that where Brady came from? And you're sitting down and you're showing that the previous quarterback, if, if this ever became law everywhere, or the NCAA did it, that the previous quarterback, you could quote what he made off of his likeness. So... John QB made 300000 during his four years at this university. And you can use that to lure people in. And by the way, yeah, you could track boosters and booster money, but a booster who does business, not with the school, but with this car dealer or this mall, and they set up these autograph signings for players, oh, my Lord. I know some of you say, well, they're already cheating. Well, this gives them a free pass on cheating. Put the value of everything for free those athletes get. Start to finish at college. They don't get taxed on it. If they want to start profiting with their likeness, then I think you're going to get the IRS involved. Politicians are involved. California is one of the heaviest tax states out there. So they're going to look at the scholarship now and say, you know what? Those athletes should be taxed. And all of you screaming about people with no money, now they're not going to be able to go play out of college because they're going to have to pay 12000 a year in taxes on that scholarship. So, yeah, let's bring the government involved. Let's have an overhaul. Let's get politicians, South Carolina, California, get them involved. And then you hurt the people who don't have money even more. Wake up. You want to join in? 1-855-212-4CBS. Bill in Louisville, thanks for the wait. And you're on yeah, the Saturday I, Night hey, Healed Show. Doing? How you doing? Man, uh, man, you are, man, you make this so clear. Uh, but my opinion, uh, my, my thoughts is, if it's about that, I think the NCAA has been pimping, you know, the, you know, the colleges. I'm saying what would happen if the top five, the top five colleges in, you know, uh, uh, USC, UCLA, and Stanford, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Kentucky, Clemson, Alabama. Well, if they decide to get their own conference and get their own Adidas, their own Nike contracts and stuff, and their own TV rights, and then what they don't do, right, is don't play each other, but play the other colleges that don't get the money. And then they're they basically doing that right now. So they get to a bowl game. Well, hold on, hold on, Bill. Bill, they're doing that right now with the Power Five. That's what's happening. That's why the Power Five got together. That's what they're oh, doing. 
right that's now. What I'm to, okay, that's what I'm trying to see. I mean, because I mean, the NCAA, the NCAA, they've been they've been making all this money off of people, off of, off of the kids and stuff. And if it's about the money, then if it's about the money, and and if you're not going to school for money, and you're just going to school for just a job that you're doing football, baseball, or something, then let's make it about that. What do you think? Hey, a great call, Bill, in Louisville, Kentucky. And here's what should happen then. And the NBA is doing this with the G League, and they're going to start with that $150,000 a year contract, and kids will be able to choose whether they want to go to college or they go sign pros. Major League Baseball, the NHL, they all do that, right? So why doesn't the NFL then open, open up Triple A, you know, like, and I'm comparing it to baseball, right, or G League-like franchises, in other cities, that people choose to go there and train and play. No, because they're using the colleges right now. And the big boy schools. That's what they're doing. So a kid has a shot at getting a degree, lives free, eats free, health care. Oh, well, what if he blows out a knee and can't play again? Well, he can get a degree. Or she can all of you screaming for these athletes to get paid, you are putting no value on a four- or five-year free ride. You're putting no value on it. And it's driving me nuts. It is. And then Tim Tebow getting hammered. Anybody that talks about God, there's some sort of right-wing wacko. I think he's echoing what I'm saying. He might have stole my stuff. Uh, let's go to Les in Pittsburgh listening on 93.7 FM here on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Wow, I have so much to say, and I know I have a little time to get it out, so I'm just going to make this real quick. When I was in college, I was I received a Ray Charles scholarship. For music. That didn't stop me from recording my own CD. That didn't stop me from playing the saxophone for private concerts and things of that nature. So why would a scholarship include an athlete from making money when my scholarship that I received from Ray Charles didn't include me from making money on the side? Well, and I'm an, and, and, I'll, and I'll answer that. Hold on one second. I'm not going to let you go, Les, that there was no threat of you cheating or boosters or unscrupulous people hanging around and helping the music program get better. And by the way, pretty cool. You got a Ray Charles scholarship is that it and so it's different you know so if i choose to go to school and i get a engineering scholarship to indiana university in bloomington yeah i i'm on scholarship but i can go work i can go be a paid intern at an engineering facility in indy right or wherever evansville wherever i want to do it well the reason in sports why these athletes can't have a job uh, the reason in sports why they can't profit off their likeness has nothing to do with the NCAA trying to hold them down. It has to do with the rampant cheating that would escalate to levels we've never seen. That's why. We can't live in our fears. If that's the same reason why uh, major sports teams haven't gone to Vegas because they're worried about the mafia or whatnot. We can't live in our fears. I hear what you're saying. But it seems like you're punishing the athlete because well, who's getting punished? You're getting you know now when you were on the Ray Charles scholarship, 
Did you travel, eat free, have free medical care? Uh, did you have five years, an extra year to finish your degree? Uh, were you given all that where everything was completely covered? Some things were, some things were. For instance, when I traveled with the choir or, 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 the, or the orchestra, I was covered, of course, because that was that was my field. Um, I, I get what you're saying about the athletes having everything covered, but then again, it just seems like it's just seems like a, a red herring argument or strongman's argument that we can't do this because we're in fear of the boosters doing too much. Then regulate the boosters. Don't. Oh, they've, they've tried. How'd that work out with SMU? How'd that work out with, and it's still going on, Les. You know, again, I'm not blind to the bad side of the NCAA, but also I look at the value of four or five years at a university, what you get for free, what the value of a degree is. I mean, I, I see that value. Nobody, people are acting like these guys are getting nothing. And, and that they're getting squat, and that's wrong. It's not the case. But these kids can't even work. They have problems from working a summer job. They can't even buy a hamburger on the side because I'm an NCAA violation. I, I, I get what you're saying about, oh, you get the free ride, this, that, the other, but I, I can't pay to go to the movies. But my, my second point is, and my second thing I wanted to talk about is, I think you kind of mischaracterized what you know, Hill was trying to say um, with her piece that she wrote in the Atlantic. All, she, all Jamil, in my, my viewpoint, was trying to say was, look, you have these schools that are making multitudes of dollars um, that, and these schools didn't even want black people in them years ago, but now they're making multitudes of dollars uh, on the back of the predominantly African-American athletes playing. Historically, black colleges need the money. Why not some of these athletes go to HBCUs and do the same thing? If, if Alabama, if, if I'm going to go to NFL from Alabama, I go to NFL from Grandma's State. That's what Jamil Hill's And I appreciate your opinion, Wes. Thank you for listening in Pittsburgh and well said on your end. And I appreciate everybody's opinion. The one thing I will say about that the these white colleges, okay, and as the headline read, and I get you want to grab attention that, you know, the black athletes should leave the white colleges. I'm thinking white, okay. And the NBA, 75% African-American, NFL's 55%. You know, the, the the degrees that are out there, the educations, not just sports, the chance at a better life that is given to people of all skin colors, all religions, through sports. The privilege of being able to continue after high school to play sports. You know how many people, again, of all skin colors, all religions, all income levels, would love the opportunity to play college sports. Probably would pay for it. There are no athletes being used. And I know you can say the millions and the billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar deal with the NCAA tournament. No. These athletes get an education. They have it if they want it. If they want to take... Ridiculous classes and not study. It's their choice. Just like it is in high school, it's your choice if you want to study, stay out of trouble, and work hard. Rich income family or low income? It's your choice. See the light at the end of the tunnel. I've told you my story, and I'm not going to repeat it, but 
You know, I flunked all my classes living in the inner city. Freshman year, high school. Moved to a bedroom slash farm community about 10 miles north of Grand Rapids, Michigan, called Sparta. And graduated with 3.75 GPA in college prep classes. I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. I saw structure. I saw families. I saw strong men and women. Sports, camaraderie, teams, neighborhoods. I didn't see that, man. I was living day to day, meal to meal, mother on welfare, food stamps. That's why I get angry when I hear white privilege. And do I wish that every child could be saved in the inner city? You bet. But I stand by what I've always said on air in my 27 years of doing a talk show all across this country, that poor has no color. No specific color. It doesn't. If you want to join in, 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. I thought that was the lead-in to We Got a Convoy. <laughs> we are back live across North America. Graceffo and McKeon, they're Jets fans. They're pumped up about Monday Night Football with the Browns. Now, they also told me CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Back out to the audience we go. Mike in San Diego, thanks for the wait. And you're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Yeah, no problem. How's it going? How you doing, Michael? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I just wanted to get a little piece in. Um, so I, I, I hear what you're saying about the scholarships. I know, I know that that's that's a great value. But what, what some people don't understand is some of these kids are not getting the exact uh, level of quality if they would think from the scholarship. Some of these kids are taking you know, art history as their major just so that they can be eligible, so they can take easy, easy classes and, and be able to pass their class. The workload it requires to be a full-time student athlete and and of, to be in a major that actually is going to set you up in the future is incredibly difficult. Very few actually do it. And most of these kids, they don't, they don't have money. They definitely don't have time for a job. Uh, so what are they supposed to do? If their family doesn't have money, what are they? Some kids don't eat. I think something like that, that's, that's, that's criminal, essentially. Making money off their life, I understand not paying them, but letting kids make money off, off their own Instagram. There's a, I remember there was a story of a kid who was streaming, playing video games online, and uh, the NCAA actually made him choose between streaming and playing football. It makes no sense. It had nothing to do with football, but he was making money on his own, and they, they shut him down, and he chose streaming. Good for him, honestly. But that this something is wrong there. I understand that it, a lot of anybody who's played uh, high school or college sports, they know the importance of eligibility. A lot of these kids, I've seen kids get passed just so they can play football. So the so the quality is not always going to be there. These these kids need something. They need to be making money. They can't have a job. 
I think making money off the likeness is the bare minimum, and it's all we should do. They shouldn't be paid or anything like that. But I, I think it's very reasonable and very fair. That's pretty much it. Mike, and I appreciate your opinion, buddy. Uh, it, it's the athlete's choice. Uh, I get where you – do you want to – Do you, are you going there to try and get to the pros or are you going there to get a degree? Uh, I think that's a legitimate question. I, I really do. And I think that's where we get crossed on this. Are universities pro programs or are they amateur sports? I mean, that's that that's this debate that won't go away. And, yeah, there are schools that rake in money, and you'll look at football and you'll see somebody making, you know, Texas – Two hundred nineteen million in revenue. Okay, two hundred nineteen million in revenue, and you'll think that's all profit off of football. All right, but guess what? The Longhorns program had more than two hundred nineteen million in annual operating revenue and total operating expenses of just over two hundred six point five million during its 2018 fiscal year. These are records provided to USA Today. So they took in 219 million, but the athletic department spent 206 million dollars. Texas A&M reported more than $200 million in revenue. Okay? Was boosted by almost $93 million in contributions received and spent by the department during that year as the school continued a facility spending boom related primarily to football, softball, and track and field. Now, you know track and field and softball, they're not bringing money in at Texas A&M. And a lot of that could be, you know, T. Boone Pickens donated $165 million for facility upgrades. You're, you know, people aren't putting in to the equation the money that football brings in at the big boy schools that helps the boys and girls or men and women sports survive when they're not bringing in any money. No one wants to talk about that. Everyone's looking at, well, Texas brought in, you know, 200 uh, athletics program, $219 million. Oh, they're making so much money. Those players should share in that. No, they're getting a scholarship. Everything's covered. And if they want to take bad classes and not work towards a degree, it's on them, not the school. They're not 11 being told to do their homework at an elementary school. We do have one final segment together. I promise I'll get to some more feedback and huge opinions from North America. You can answer our two huge questions of the night. Do you think college athletes should get paid, be able to make money off of their likeness, autographs, signed pictures? You tell me while on scholarship. And then Antonio Brown, Patriots, looks like, according to CBSSports.com story, that He'll be playing, suiting up, 
Brady will be throwing him the ball on Sunday against the Dolphins. Is that the right move by the Patriots? You can join us live at one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. We are back live across North America for our final segment on this Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine. Graceffo and McKeon are producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in Manhattan. Zach Gelb is coming up here in just about 20 minutes. Uh, huge questions of the night. Should college athletes get paid or be able to sign autographs or likeness, pictures, whatever, and make money while on scholarship? At a school. You can answer that question. And also, should the Patriots play Antonio Brown on Sunday? Looks like he will play. Your opinions at one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Bill in Virginia. Thanks for the wait. And you're on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, hi, yes. Uh, I'd like to comment on this uh, college situation. Uh, I think uh, the students, uh, the uh, players should be paid. I think that uh, colleges have effectively become, uh, the sports departments have effectively become sports franchises, and that the students uh, in them, in the programs, are not are not legitimate students, and the Coaches and so on are not legitimate academicians, and uh, I think that we should have minor leagues like we have in baseball, and uh, and make uh, uh, make colleges, universities, universities strictly academic. Uh, I'd, I'd rather know uh, instead of knowing how many. How many players go from the, from the University of Alabama to the NFL? I'd like to know how many uh, Nobel Prize winners come out of Alabama. All right. Well, uh, and, Bill, I, I appreciate your opinion there in Virginia. You know, Division Three, they do know scholarships, and they have successful D3 programs coast-to-coast. Coast. You know, you can't, because of Title IX, Bill, you can't, pay the players. And what's interesting here is that the way they're going about it on being able to make money off of your likeness, I I, I still think if you're getting an income while an athlete, you're going to have just these title. Because then what happens when the female athletes aren't making any money off of their likeness? And I'm talking while everybody's on a scholarship. You know, there's just a... (laughs) And, and the cheating, where you're at a bigger school and there's a demand for an autograph session, your likeness on a billboard, your likeness with an advertiser. I mean, there it, it will be anarchy, which at times the NCAA is in anarchy. And that's why, as I mentioned to the caller earlier, why you can't have a job, why they do this is they're trying to, even though there is cheating, and we're all not blind to it, 
that they're and some will say, well, the scholarship isn't worth anything. Oh, whose fault is that? So we're, we're going to blame the schools, but we're not going to hold a kid accountable who doesn't want to go to class or takes classes that will will do nothing towards working towards a degree. Yeah, that, that seems to be a common theme in America, in sports and life. Uh, let's go to Archie in Dallas, listening on 105.3 FM in the Metroplex. You're on the Saturday Night Healed show. Um, yes. Um, basically, my thought on the whole situation is, is I, and I understand the scholarship situation, but I feel like it's being overemphasized because, let's be honest, those scholarships do not keep your stomach full. And me, I'm, I'm not an athlete, but I do go to the gym, and I know for a fact that I eat more than just three times a day. So while, yes, they're able to go get their scholarship, let's be honest, they it's hard for them to get good meals. And I have a friend who's in North Texas right now, and this guy eats so many noodles that his intestines have probably turned into a pack of ramen noodles. So it's, it's, it's so I just, I, me personally, I just look at it from the aspect of maybe like regulated to where I'm not saying give these kids million-dollar contracts or anything like that, but at least, if anything, at least compensate them food-wise because I feel like that's, like, the main thing that this stuff, the, the money would be going for. We, I mean, you don't, you don't need an athlete pulling up in a Mercedes or anything like that. You just need to make sure, okay, hey, from day to day, is your stomach full? And can you know maybe if you want to go to the movies or something like that, just, like, regulate it some kind of way. But for it to just be – Oh yeah, you get the scholarship and go get your education. I mean, for the most for the most part, the schools and the NCAA's themselves don't even care about the scholarship. Scholarship they treat it like a bus pass to get to the league or something like that. So I feel like if they if they want everybody to take the scholarships as serious, then they need to themselves show that they uh, treat scholarships as serious, and that means one-and-done rules and everything like that. And if you are going to have a minor league, then I feel like those players should be completely covered insurance-wise because you're in a minor league before you even get to the actual place. And, I mean, your career could be ended before it even started. And that's just my thoughts, man. Yeah, Archie, and I appreciate your thoughts there in Dallas. And, and it's coming in the G League. They announced that new select professional path for elite basketball prospects. So beginning in 2019-2020, elite prospects who are eligible to play in the NBA G League but not yet eligible for the NBA. The contracts will include robust programmatic opportunities for development, are for elite players who are at least 18 years old and will pay 125000 for the five-month season. Select contracts are an answer to the basketball community's call for additional development options for elite players before they're eligible for the NBA. So what you're doing, the option is, you can go there rather than go to a college. So you're the NFL, you're printing all this money, why don't you do the same thing? And you have NFL too. And you put these teams in cities close to where you're based. And you give the kids an option like the AHL does for hockey or, or junior 
and USHL, Major League Baseball does it. It works. So before we blame the colleges for making all this money, the NFL should be smart enough that if they develop the league where players grew and developed and you set certain ages and however you did it. And what the NBA is doing, they're saying that you have to have be an elite prospect. Not everybody can show up and try out. And the NFL could do the same thing. Because what you have in this debate about paying and using your likeness and the NCAA is ready to take on California, is you could have the end of D1 college sports. You could have schools say, we're just not going to do football. Now, a school like Texas that's bringing in $219 million based on donors or money or Alabama or Ohio State or Michigan, uh, the big boys in sports at the college level. That's not going to be a pipeline forever. There's not a T. Boone Pickens ready to drop $165 million every year on Oklahoma State. And the NCAA is going to fight it not to get out of paying somebody because if with Title IX, it's why there's an even number of scholarships. Most of you don't know that women's college basketball, I think they have one more scholarship than the men. So that that the last time I checked, so that means at Duke, the women would have one more scholarship allowed than the men. And it depends on the school, right, on what sports are offered. And Duke, how do you limit it? So we we have to take out of the equation what the NBA G League is going to do with this professional path for elite basketball prospects is they are offering up an option for the kid who doesn't want to go to college for a year. That's what they're offering. You get one hundred twenty five grand for five months. There you go. It's, a, it's another path, the same path that's there for baseball, hockey, right? It's there. And those sports flourish in minor leagues, NFL, you're, you're the biggest sport in America. College football is your minor leagues. And you don't have to pay anything. And these universities develop the players and they make them NFL ready for you. And you didn't have to pay a dime in development. Not a dime. So you ask yourself, what could the NFL do? Do they want to offer an option? Well, then it could hurt. Would it hurt? Is there not? Yes, we get the freak athletes. It's kind of like when Jamil Hill wrote that article in the Atlantic that the superstar black players at the Power Five schools should leave the white colleges and go to the historic black universities. And I'm like, hey, man, it doesn't matter the color of your skin. There'll be people of all skin colors lining up to take that spot. And those universities all will keep going. 
But Title IX creates a different animal when it comes to... Even somebody says, well, give the kids a 1000 bucks a month. All right, well, the girls on the gymnastics team are going to get the same money as the boys on the football team at Texas that's bringing in $219 million, and I guarantee the gymnastics program, if they're breaking even, it's a miracle. I don't have the numbers, but chances are they're losing money. So you get my point here? I'm not against you know, sharing the wealth to a point. But you need to look at what the NCAA and the universities are up against, and I'm not siding with them. I'm looking at this from a realistic perspective. And, it, and you cannot look at these athletes as pros. Yes, D1 football is the minor league system for the NFL. But you can't say, well, they should get paid. No, because then everybody has to get paid. Well, yep, they should be able to use their likeness. If they sign autographs or memorabilia, they should get the money. Yeah, when they're done. I'm all for when their season is complete and they're finishing off their final semester of school. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that time. Go ahead and profit. But chances are they can't profit till they're done with school. And that's the way the NCAA rolls right now. And those athletes are taken care of. And football and basketball at the big boy schools in America, as I stated when I started this show a little less than two hours ago, the revenue and money they bring in just doesn't go for football. It provides unbelievable education and athletic opportunities for men and women in non-revenue-producing sports. I do appreciate all your opinions. I appreciate the hard work of Graceffa and McKeon back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Remember, 24-7, drop your huge opinions at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.